Hey, everyone. Hello. Welcome to R3's Geek Galactic, a show where we ranch and ramble about the ongoings of pop culture and so on and so forth. This week's going to be a shorter show because we've got a lot of things going on and other videos that we'll talk about later. But first, Kevin Martin. Hi, I'm Kevin Martin. And I'm Henry Holloway. <laughs> <laughs> In case you didn't know. <laughs> uh, how's it going? It's been a it's been a week. It has been a week. Yes. Today fact, since we last recorded. <laughs> <laughs> fact fact. <laughs> fact. Um yeah, it's it's uh it's been all leading up to Batman vs Superman, which mm. finally happened. Yes. 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 Um and um and it's Easter. We're filming yeah. Well no no, it's actually no longer Easter. Easter. Yeah, because it's late yeah we're filming this one later than usual i worked on easter which is why this is taking longer than usual and then you know easter stuff yeah and then yeah easter stuff um yeah uh man this it's been an interesting week so obviously we had the uh batman versus superman finally happen uh dc all access had like a live event where they revealed a bunch of stuff about their rebirth event um yeah it's been it's been a crazy week um that's uh, what? what have, besides Batman versus Superman, what have we been up to? Um, I feel like my go-to drinking. because it's true <laughs> is drinking, <laughs> and because you're an alcoholic, and because I'm probably an alcoholic. Um, uh, you are, but it's not even just like a. <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, like oh, fuck. <laughs> He's right. Uh, that makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. Um. Work, uh, right. again, just prepping for Batman vs. Superman. I've seen it mm-hmm. twice now. Right. Um, it was my brother's birthday, so right. celebrated that. And By drinking. drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bought him a bottle of scotch. Mm. Uh, uh, he, he likes, uh, what is it, Buchanan's? Buchanan? Buchanan. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was good. I mean, uh, other than that, I haven't done too much in... In the other realm of, I guess, video games mm-hmm. and such. Uh, yeah, I feel like today, like, the mental capacity was just, like, full because of Batman vs. Superman. Mm-hmm. Not really a whole lot of time or uh, room up here for anything else. That's this true. Week. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, it was probably the biggest event of, I don't know. I would say, uh, as far as comic books go, like, Probably the year, yeah. Like it's because it's going to be bigger than Civil War and stuff. But we'll get into all that later. Uh, I finally was able to download my humble bundle. <laughs> that uh, it was the Image Comics. Uh, oh right, yeah, yeah. Finally was able to download. It. Had a lot of great stuff in it. Um, but I didn't read any of them first. <laughs> oh, okay, because <laughs> because uh, I got this guy, so I'm able to like get my comics again. So I went through and I caught up with Batgirl and Captain Marvel. Uh, which are always great. Um, and I'll probably be catching up on some other things in preparation for Rebirth now. Mm-hmm. Uh, and now that uh, Secret War is done, I'm kind of like, I'll see what series stick around, you know, and yeah. then go from there on because there are a bunch that were just like six issues or eight issues. And then they're like, oh, we'll see how these work out and then we'll go. And I want to get attached to a, a line and, and get pulled out from underneath me. So, um, yeah, so as far as the comics go, um, I binged Will Arnett's new Netflix series, Flaked. Uh, 
eight episodes, 30 minutes long. It's actually really good. It's like BoJack Horseman, but like with real people. Mm. And there's there's a twist in it that I was not expecting. And it's pretty good. It's all a dream? No. Or was it? <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be my solution to everything in my life. Just <laughs> <laughs> Better drinking. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> or... <laughs> Of course, there's always a combination. Uh, yeah, of why not? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's how it's been. <laughs> um, yeah, so flaked, uh, binge that really great. Um, quick watch, like in total, it's like four hours long. Um, I don't know if it's getting a second season, but what I will say is, if it doesn't, it's pretty. It can be self-contained, and I, that's would, I would be happy. Um, which is kind of it sucks because Will Arnett. It seems like he he's a great actor. He's very funny. Um, but it seems like every show that he gets on, it gets like a pilot, maybe six episodes, and they cancel it. Yeah. And like you had, of course, like Arrested Development, but that went through all of its issues. He, he's like cursed or something, I swear. Yeah. But, um, we'll see what happens with Batman. Lego Batman. Oh, yeah. I'm Batman. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I feel like he found more of his stride because uh, he's been going for like that kind of goofy oddball type. And mm-hmm. this is more like him doing like... I'm an alcoholic. And yeah. My, That's probably exactly it, how they it, pitched it. it. He was like, have you seen BoJack Horseman? Well, let's just film it in real life, but like, I'm not a horse. And then they're yeah, like, no, yeah. It's basically the idea. Like, At least from what you've told me. I haven't seen it myself. Yeah, like, instead of, I don't know, he's like the only, I guess, cognizant one in terms of like comedy and satire within this world. So everything happens to him and he's just like, <laughs> like he mm-hmm. understands that it's happening to him mm-hmm. it's pretty funny um yeah and then bro force <laughs> yeah i watched you play a bit of that game it's a two-player game i need to jump in yeah, on that you do but anyway but man that's like pure chaos yeah it's just yeah it's literally every like 80s, 80s action hero action like hero. like fanboys like wet dream yeah it, it's fantastic it's uh i guess it would be eight no 16 bit and um, it's just chaos. Like, everything, you can blow up the terrain with your guns, and then people explode, and then they take out terrain. And th- so the level's constantly kind of changing. Mm-hmm. Uh, twitchy, it's kind of like... Um, uh, uh, what I, um, Metal Slug? Kind, yeah, like Metal Slug. I was going with another idea, but uh, it's on the Vita, top-down shooter, twin stick. What was it called? Um, anyway, uh, yeah, like Metal Slug. Uh, kind of that era, 1980s, of course. And um, you just blow shit up. But the cool thing is, like, every time you save, like, a person, you get, like, a life. But it also goes towards unlocking new characters. Which, every time you die, gives you... It cycles through the characters. But all of them have, like... Uh, like, bro in the name. Yeah. So, like, Judge Dredd is in it, and he's, like, bro Dredd. And, yeah. like, uh, like Mad Max, I just got him, and he's, like, bro Max. Mm. And... Um, uh, like Conan the Barbarian is like like Bronin, bro- yeah, like the Brobarian or something. Oh yeah, and like so it's all these characters, even from like things that you would not expect, like uh, Boondock Saints. So yeah, it's like the Boondock Bros. Yeah, because <laughs> there's two of them. Yeah, and it's cool because they take like the uh, every one of them is unique in their way, and they have like special abilities besides just their guns. So like. Uh, time Cop is in it, and like he can stop time, obviously. Right. Uh, but then like. Boondock Saints, the two, like, if one of them dies, you can use, like, religion to, like, <laughs> resurrect one of them. Or you can use it when you haven't 
gotten hit or anything and you get the third old guy yeah. in there as well and it's pretty cool like how they've like gone through it it's yeah very, it, it's it was a really a passion thought project. out yeah it was thought out yeah for these sure. guys definitely love that and it's a uh, free on playstation plus so at least i think it still is so go check it out it's awesome uh yeah that's that's what oh, i saw coheed and cambria because dan oh right has, yeah. if you how guys have seen that uh, I'd seen Dan or know anything about Dan. Dan is a huge Coheed and Cambria fan. So I went to go watch them mm-hmm. live for I don't know how many times I've seen them now because of Dan. Yeah. I saw them once, not because I, I went to go watch them. They were opening up for another band. So I had seen them before I had even met Dan. But I've seen them a couple times since I've met Dan. Um, it's it's good. Like I'm not huge on that. Like I'm, I'm not even sure what, what they would be considered. It's not like necessarily like post-hardcore or hardcore. There's people out there who are like, Fuck you, man! You don't know your genres. But I mean, it's just you know, it's like that heavy metal. Is heavy. I I can't even say heavy metal. It's like heavy rock. It's got like melody, but it's definitely got like everything. Like it goes with like nothing is new under the sun, and it's just like everything mix matches and takes things from other things, and it's like you just have to listen to it. I mean, that's like a kind of douchey thing to say where you're like just listen to the music, but it's like do it. Yeah, because like there are things that are like supposed to be like hardcore that you're like I never listen to hardcore or metal, and then you listen to it, and it's like. That's not what I expect hardcore yeah. metal or whatever to be because they've taken in different influences and everything. Right. Um, but yeah, that was that was cool. Um, mm-hmm. Went to my first strip club that night. Oh yeah, yeah. I, that's where we're having the rest of our meetings from now. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Just because I imagine <laughs> us like sitting down, drinking, a, drinking a beer. Literally, their beers come in like a little like solo cup that big. That's shitty. Yeah, How no, totally is. It? And it's like I, I don't remember. I've never been to a strip club. Uh, it just doesn't do anything for me. Uh, yeah, no, it's not. It's not anything great, but it's just one of those things that, like, you know, you you should go at least once in your life. And I feel like I've yeah, I feel I've, like I've it's done an experience. it. Yeah, I've done it now. Like, um, I have to like pay you to like watch you like be naked. Yeah, that's what the internet is for. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that's free. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so did that, and then also I had finished Daredevil. You finished it right. before I did, yeah. but I finished it earlier on than the week. I think I finished it Monday. Right. So. Yeah. What? No spoilers. What do you think of the season? I really liked it. Um, I will say, um, like, I loved John Bernthal's mm. uh, portrayal of the Punisher. I loved him. He was yeah, fantastic. Like the, the cemetery scene when he's like, oh yeah, oh, I teared up. No, yeah, I was like, I'm starting to. Yeah, no, that was that, that was, so that was good. really good. That was uh, really good. Man, um, like, I really hope that like with the people, although. Critically, Batman vs. Superman hasn't helped in this regard, but, like, critics have kind of been leaning towards, like, no, like, comic book stuff is, like, a legitimate thing now, you know? Yeah. And I feel like maybe he should get a nod for, like, supporting actor or something like that, John Berthold. Yeah, for, like, an Emmy. Like, yeah, yeah why like, not? he that was No, yeah, that was, that, like... He delivered it with, like, like... All of the gravitas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like he, like, he had it Anytime time that he was on the screen, it was, like, a monologue or he was, like, beating the shit out of someone. Yeah. And, like, the monologues were beautiful. Mm-hmm. And, like, in a, like, this guy has been through some shit kind yeah. of thing. And you really felt for him. And then the fight scenes are obviously awesome in Daredevil. Like, yeah. They're, the choreography team is amazing. Yeah. And, uh, you know, he's brutal with that, too. But it's, like, there's obviously some motive behind it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I loved him. I will say that at the end, I was a little bit underwhelmed with the way that the story went because we had talked about this. Like, you have the Punisher. Uh, he, he at first he's like the A plot, and then Electra's kind of the B plot, and right. then at some point they just kind of cross switch, over, and yeah. then they switch. But I feel like they didn't like 
Electra's at the end kind of became more interesting, or at least what was going on with right. the hand became more interesting than like what happened with Daredevil. I feel like Daredevil's story kind of just fizzled out, and I wish they would have ended it with a bigger umph to me. I almost feel like Especially even you don't exactly know like we might get into yeah, little, no, little, I don't want to go into exactly spoilers. Know but. like what the result of the ending would be. No, yeah, but it still ends on a, on a, on a, I feel like it ends on a bigger, like, Oh, then like, they do, but I don't know why I care about that, you know? Cause like, they never say, Oh, this would lead to this. And then I guess that's true, man. But I mean, again, talking about like previous, the previous season, how we had talked about like the black sky and that's just like a quick nod. And you're like, what the fuck is a black sky? And then in this season, they kind of weave out. Yeah. In and out. So like the hand with, uh, uh, what's her name? Old lady. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember her, but she just like, (laughs) yeah. Um, like blast them against the wall. But, uh, yeah. So like they tease things and they're good about like picking up those threads later. And I feel like they're obviously laying the groundwork for the next season. Yeah. Um, and maybe, Defenders, we don't know. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. I I liked it a lot. I, I did. I, I enjoyed it. Like as an overall thing, I thought it was great. It was really well done. Um, I would definitely not mind getting a even like a mini mini series for the Punisher. Like give us like five episodes. It doesn't need to be a whole yeah. thing. You know, just something because he was really it was he was a really well done character. And I feel like it is definitely it's not like it's like an origin story without showing you the origin story. Yeah, you know what I, I mean, I, I which like, is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, it, Though, was, it was more of his introduction into this world. Yeah. Um, the only thing that I feel like I would have done differently had I, like, been in charge of, like, Punisher scenes or whatever. The mental stuff? Uh, there's that. The fact that they really tried playing up the, men- the like the mental thing of the character. Mm-hmm. And the character is – he knows what he's doing and he kind of tries to explain that. Um, but mainly, actually, it, um, I think uh, – and I get this from thinking about, like, Christopher Nolan and stuff – um, he has this weird way of when his characters are talking about the past to do flashbacks, but it's not like, let me show you the entire scene. It's, let me just show you this quick kind of no more than like maybe five or six frames of like the shoulder of the guy of this man's wife. Like in, for example, Memento, when he's talking about his wife, um, and he like touches her or something and. Um, they show that really quickly. It's just mm-hmm. a quick shot. Or in Inception, when he's talking about like, where did you build this bridge? And she's like, oh, I walk past it when I come to school. And then it cuts back to him when he was with uh, his wife, and he's like on the bridge. And it's just this quick cut. I've always really liked that. And I feel like if they found a way to incorporate that when he was talking about it, not a whole lot. Like I didn't need mm-hmm. to see anything, but something just quickly like that, dude. I would have cried. Like I would have cried. I was already like this. I was like, oh. are you talking about but, during his? Any one of the speeches, like as simple as the yeah, one when that, he's that's the- what made it more powerful because, like, the only way that you can experience this moment in his life is through him. Like, that he is the last surviving threat of this all, and that's what I found beautiful. Where, like, the story ended with him, but it also is it begins with him, I guess. Oh, um, actually, more than anything, more than that scene where, um, uh, you know, he's talking about his, his his kids, or even when he's talking about his do- or his wife, and he's like, "That old lady, like, she beat the shit out of me, or whatever yeah. it was." My favorite scene yeah, is when he, with Karen. Yeah, yeah, when he goes back to his house and he sees the plate still on the table, mm-hmm. and he like sits down, like <laughs> I was like, <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah. Well, it's, Anywho, yeah, yeah we can not, move forward. Yeah, that's not spoil it a little. 
Sorry if you haven't seen it yet, but it's great. Although, like the the last three episodes, they obviously they like slope down a little bit, but not as much as the first season. Mm -hmm. I feel like that was a problem in the first season, but they fixed it. Let's get the news. Let's get down to this. So another studio is closed. Second one in this month. Uh, Evolution Studios, one of um, the stable studios of Sony, uh, made Drive Club. They, uh, I keep forgetting the um, Motorstorm. Um, and they, despite like, okay, so Drive Club had a lot of problems on launch. It was supposed to be a PlayStation Four launch title. It took forever to come out. There were constantly delays. It came out like a year and a half later or a year later. And then the PlayStation Plus version, the free version, came out like six months after that. They had a lot of trouble. But they restored a lot of goodwill with users because they were like, here's a ton of free DLC, and we're going to constantly update it and support it. And I was like, okay. Because they hadn't been closed down like six months after that, I was like, okay. They they regained like the respect that they needed, and they did enough to like stay around. But Sony pulled the plug on them, and it's unfortunate because they were a really great studio. But um, maybe it's because Gran Turismo is in the pipeline, and then they see, like, well, we don't need two simulation racers, so right. they made up for it, but we don't really need them. You know? Yeah. And that's kind of a bummer as well, because they had a yeah. lot to offer. But Who knows? Maybe they're... I mean, it is a studio, and whoever was in charge of that is definitely, like, probably bummed that, you know, oh, yeah. their baby is, like, being shut down, but... Who's to say that these guys aren't being fed over to to Gran Turismo? They're just like, hey, we're going to close down your studio, but we're going to just pull, pull you into this. Yeah, that's true. Like, as far as, like, the people that work for Evolution, like, I'm sure they're keep retaining the talent and they're dispersing them to other projects and stuff like that. But... Because so I haven't played Drive Club too much, but from what I've played, it's a beautiful game. Oh, yeah, it's great. And then what's odd is, like, I don't know if they're... St- like, on their PlayStation VR event at GDC, they had, like, a Drive Club logo on there. Like, VR driving and stuff. And it was even, like, part of, like, the tech demos and stuff. But now is it still going to be that? Like, is it still going to be PSVR compatible? Wait, I don't know. Who knows, yeah. Um, it would be perfect for it. Like, that's what oh, a yeah. lot of people are talking about. Like, when they're driving and then, like, you can, like, turn your head and look at the apex kind of peak down like instead of like just driving and you're kind of like moving with the car because mm-hmm. that's not how you drive right you like kind of look into the bend and stuff and that's been like a major uh demo that people have been getting um so i think it would be perfect for it but will we get it anymore i don't know um i was really hoping that evolution studios because sony i believe still owns the rights to this ip i was hoping that because of their like not necessarily arcadey sensibilities, but it rode the line of simulation and arcade racer. No, actually, it was a little more sim racer, but like they were like high fidelity and speed. They did a really great job of like getting that idea out there, and like you felt the speed of it. I was right. really hoping that they would say, "We already have a sim racer. We'll give you one more shot and give you Wipeout." And that would have been fucking awesome. Yeah. I would have cried. <laughs> it's like one of my favorite game series, yeah. like Liverpool. Like, And then because of them being shut down, everyone's like, well, we're never getting wipe out again. And yeah. then Drive Club comes out and we're like, ah, actually, Evolution can pull off a racer, you know? Mm-hmm. And uh, I was hoping they'd get it because they have, like, the great graphics and, like... The they knew sense, what they the were doing as far as... 
as far as like making the game, but yeah. they definitely were. They just didn't deliver in terms of execution. Yeah, exactly. You know, which was unfortunate. But man, like I'm hoping that they like maybe consolidate them into another studio and then give them wipeout or something. I don't know. They probably won't. But Sony's been closing down studios instead of like purchasing or opening or whatever lately, and it's kind of worrying because there have been a lack of like first party titles lately, and so I don't know. They have obviously been relying on the indie scene and stuff like that. So yeah, it makes sense. But a lot of these people are like, "Where are my AAA stuff?" You know? Yeah, exactly. But I don't know. We'll see. It's a bummer. Sorry, guys, if you worked at Evolution. You did. You yeah. made a great game. You made a great game. Um, so we talked a little bit about it earlier. So Batman vs Superman happened this week. If yep. you didn't know, yeah. Um, if you don't, you're living <laughs> under a rock, and you're not watching this. <laughs> yeah, like. So, um, we have a spoiler-free free review or reaction video up now. Yeah. Uh, we're working on, <laughs> we're slowly working on the spoiler-filled one. It's two hours long. We get into the nitty-gritty of it. Yeah. Uh, but we've been having problems with the exporting process. Yeah. Because being a douchebag. Yeah. So we'll get it out as soon as we can. But there's a spoiler-free one. And we'll give a quick impression. Yay or nay? What, to watch it? Mm-hmm. Uh, yay. I would agree. Uh and it's funny that I just had to say that, but ignore all the critics. <laughs> yeah. Go out there, watch it, decide for yourself. Because a lot of people yeah, that's, have been... That's ultimately all I can say. Is yeah. Go watch it for yourself. Because yeah. I've had people who I thought, like, I've talked to who I've thought, mm-hmm. like, were really going to like it, and they didn't. Yeah, and, and I was there like, are people that why? I thought were like, going to be like, what the fuck is going on? And they're like, oh, it was really awesome. Yeah. And, and whether or not they... It's really divided. It's, it's or, weird because it's, it's there's very no, divided. there's no, like, split on, like, in terms of, like... They liked comics, so they liked it. And people that didn't like comics, they didn't like it. It's like it's all mixed matched, yeah. and it's just if you liked it, you liked it. If you didn't, and you if didn't. You didn't, you didn't. So go watch it. Decide for yourself. Let us know in the comments below what you think, and would you recommend it to the people? I don't know. Um, but we got some numbers from the uh, the opening weekend. Yes, we did, and they're pretty huge. Yeah, they're big, despite like people panning it like almost across the board. Yeah. Uh, I've not seen anything higher than a seven go to it. Um, Four hundred twenty-four million worldwide opening weekend. Yeah. So despite all the critics, people were just like, "I'm gonna see this." Yeah, it's Warner Brothers' biggest film. Yeah, and it's the biggest superhero opening. Yeah. Like in terms of the genre ever, and uh, it's pretty big. Yeah. Like considering all the films that have come out in that genre, you know, like. Avengers, Iron Man one through three, and all that stuff. Like the uh, the Dark Knight trilogy, you know, like it's surpassed all of them. And yeah. it's, that's huge. People don't like realize like how the comic book genre is like. It's slowly so, becoming Hollywood. Yeah, it really is. Like, if you're not making a comic book movie, you're making an Oscar bait movie. You know, that's mm-hmm. basically what it's come down to mm-hmm. lately. Or you're trying to like scrounge around as an indie. Uh, production and sell it to netflix or get picked up by like fox spotlight or something yeah. you know those are really the three chairs that we've got going. that's on it right yeah now. no that's true <laughs> i completely agree with you um but yeah yeah so um as far as like money goes it's cool to see that people are ignoring what critics are saying and be like 
I want to be part of this. I have to see these people on screen together oh, yeah. in the theater and stuff like that. Like, like that's and that's another thing. Like, even if it's cool, that you can walk out of the movie hating it. Yeah, you can walk out of the movie hating it. But honestly, if there's any movie this year that I feel like people should go watch, it would be this one. Not because I think it's a great film or anything, but because it's like this is this is history really essentially. Is, yeah. Like these, the, you have America's first superhero in comic book form, mm-hmm. uh, or first true superhero. I can't really say first superhero, but first true superhero. And then you have uh, again. With that being said, you have probably the most iconic superhero um well i guess they're both really iconic yeah, so I, I would, it doesn't really i would matter. say that i mean it's hard to say which one would be more recognizable yeah I think because everybody because the superman be, would be the superman the emblem, symbol is, i think the most beloved is Batman. right they, all right let's go ahead and say that you yeah. have one of the most iconic superheroes mm-hmm. and one of the most beloved superheroes mm-hmm. and they're and in you a can't film really together. top that <laughs> and yeah you can't you can't top that and like, arguably the best uh uh, female superhero oh, all yeah. the time in there as well. Mm-hmm. Like I can't think of a better female superhero I, no, I or more beloved female superhero. Yeah, but yeah. So you have all three of them. And it's just like just go to like if anything to be part of such a Huge momentous event. part of like geek culture. Like, yeah, the the Trinity is on film together. It's yeah. crazy. Like think like even five years ago we would be like, is this ever going to actually happen? Yeah, and we got it. But again, go watch it. Decide for yourself. Don't let us tell you what you like and what you don't like. Decide that for yourself. <laughs> we believe in you. Um, so within the realm of DC, the universe, it's way down the line. Probably the last one. Green Lantern. <sighs> I know. And what's even worse is <laughs> Tyrese Gibson <laughs> saying that he might still get a role. I don't know, like, because he's going to, I know it's like being, I don't know, stereotyping or whatever, but like he would play John Stewart, right? Yeah, more than likely. Because I'm sure that they've already got Hal Jordan cast. He was supposed to be in Batman vs. Superman as like a side him in there kind of Easter egg. And he's just not that kind of guy. Like they need like an Idris Elba kind of figure where he's like, charismatic but like hardened as as far as like what i've seen um tyrese gibson in like i don't i've never seen a film where i can look at it and be like yeah i can definitely see him playing john stewart um i'm not saying that he doesn't have the acting chops i just haven't seen him prove it right um but i mean he seems like a fun character but i feel like you can't have hal jordan and John Stewart both be like fun characters. Not that I'm saying that John Stewart should be like this serious guy with like a stick up his ass. But he's but a military he's, guy. But he is like, he, exactly. He was, he's a military guy. He was like, so. like he's a marine. Like he was born into the program. Basically, mm-hmm. like that's his life. Yeah, and he doesn't mess around. Yeah. Like, I, so yeah, I, I don't know. I just haven't seen yeah. him. But as far as like off. anyone else, like maybe they do some like I don't know racial bending in terms of like maybe the him as like. A guy or something. I don't know. Yeah, you know, maybe throw him. In. Like I wouldn't care. Like, um, but I feel like someone else would fit him better characteristically. Yeah, like in terms of his personality, because I think that he could be great. He's obviously a fun actor to watch. And oh everything. yeah, definitely. But um, as John Stewart, I just can't see that happening. Give him a, yeah. another Lantern persona person character, and maybe it'll work out. Um. So this weekend, uh, uh, well, the day before yesterday now, uh, DC Comics had their uh, All Access Live event where they talked about 
the rebirth event. Yes. <laughs> Ooh. And um, sorry, there's just no room for my I know. legs. I told you, <laughs> so close to us right now. Like my legs falling asleep, but I can't move it because there's nowhere to go. Just and I can't feel my leg right now, so it's just like. Okay, yeah, there we go. <sighs> my oh my! All right, um, yeah. So rebirth event. Uh, we got some info on it, being that it comes. It starts in May twenty eighth. The one shot, right? Um, and we'll we have we'll have a full video talking about everything that they talked about, all the details of the new comics, the writers attached to them, what. Well, I guess we can talk about what Rebirth actually is um, and some of the more finer details. We have that in another separate video that will be up soon, uh, probably mm, sometime this week. Because <laughs> um, <laughs> who knows how things, goes, how things go with that. Um, but some big points that we can talk about now. So the, they're lowering the price of all their comics to two ninety nine, And that's including the 88-page uh, one shot that launches the rebirth, the rebirth event, yeah. which is pretty big. Like yeah. it's an 88 page comic for three bucks. And it's great because like there've been so many comics lately that were, they're decreasing the amount of issues in it and upping the pages by a couple and then charging like six bucks for it. And you're like, how, when you the, want me to read this, don't you? <laughs> yeah. Like, like I'm not one to condone pirating, but like they're really forcing people to go that route. Yeah. Because it's, like, not worth it. Like, as much as, uh, like, the artistry and writers and stuff all should get paid and everything, like, it's too much. Yeah. When they're, like, in terms... It used to be 10 cents. (laughs) I mean, obviously, inflation, (laughs) but... But, like, um, with the... Especially with how many comics they're releasing lately, and you can have, like, like, 20 comics released in one week. And you're like, how the fuck am I supposed to afford this? Yeah, that's true. Um, Like... Again, I um, we we saw the event, and then he said two ninety nine. I was like, "That's awesome!" And then later he explained that it's all of the comics. But at, but before he got to that point, I remember just like they were like, "And then we're gonna have this new series." And I was like, "Ah, oh, fuck! I'm gonna buy that." And then we're gonna have this series. Ah, <laughs> oh, shit! And what's, what's <laughs> we're gonna on, have this on top series? Of that is like the vast majority of their lines are two times a month now. Yeah, exactly. Which is crazy. Like yeah. for them to pump out material that quickly, they're only a, like a quarter of them are monthly comics now, instead of like a quarter of them being two times a month. Yeah, <laughs> like, they did a big flip. It's kind of cool how they're going about that with like multiple artists that are kind of similar or are meshing their styles together and trading off. You know, yeah. And then the writer just like here's all the material and mm-hmm. stuff. So it's kind of cool that they're doing that. But it's also great because like. I hate waiting a month for another issue. This is true. you're like, fuck happened? I have to like look back at the like the last one. You're like, oh okay, and um, so it's nice that they're like pumping them out a little quicker. Yeah. And then the uh, some of the stories are really cool. Like what? Uh, just name a a couple that you're excited for or interested in. Well, there's that bit, Detective Comics, Action Comics. Right. Those I feel like are you know they're obviously the two longest running ones. Right. Um, they're aiming for that one thousandth comic with yeah. Action Comics. Um, then there is Which obviously is crazy. the Batman comic. Uh, Which one? Just Batman. Oh, okay. Um, Actually, I think I have them right here. Uh, Trinity, I'm very excited for. JLA, which they like 
put the secrecy, the shroud yeah. of secrecy. We don't know the like, writers, the, the artists. Is going there's on? not even like a cover for it. It's they just, just a logo. The new oh, logo. It's pretty cool logo, yeah. too. Um, um, let's see what else. Yeah, uh, Batman, I'm really looking Tom forward. I'm really, like, more so than Batman, I'm really looking forward to The Flash. Yeah, it was a really cool idea that, like, everyone gets, like, Flash-like powers. In, Not everyone, but a lot I mean, of people. Like, there's a storm that happens over the city, and, like, a lot of people get, like, struck by the Speed Force lightning chip. And, like, so you have people that want to be speedsters, and then people that are like i just want to be normal and then some people are like legitimately afraid of these powers you know some are becoming criminals and then and then there's one God's becomes speed. a killer um, yeah a with God's killer. Speed. and his costume looks awesome that's literally i was like <laughs> that's sold like i'm i'm getting that um and that art looks so cool in that comic because it's yeah. like manga meets like pop art you yeah know? it's like aggressive and it's also i mean with the flash obviously i think i've never seen a comic book that isn't colorful mm-hmm. but it's like it's vibrant yeah, and a lot of their uh, new artists and stuff are kind of going this new direction of it's not the new Fifty Two that we've been looking at lately, where it's just like kind of really over the top, but like more of like a realistic but dark edge. I don't know. I really haven't liked the art for New Fifty Two. They're kind of going away from that. Like this is different. Yeah, it's more cartoony, but it's not like childish it's mm-hmm. like this is some serious artistry going on yeah and all of the artists like the nightwing comic yeah man, oh teen art- titans i'm also excited for <laughs> yeah teen titans, me too but the, yeah, the, yeah but the nightwing comic yeah that that looked like they, yeah. the the headshot that they had for him was phenomenal Very impressive yeah um yeah uh teen titans even though it's a monthly comic i'm excited for that one because mm-hmm. it's like a fun little story it's like yeah. It's like Robin versus the Titans. Yeah. You know? So Damian Wayne is trying to become the leader of the Titans. And everyone's like, nope. Yeah, exactly. They're <laughs> like, no. Like, but, come on. but it's funny. Yeah, exactly. It's funny because he's like, but I'm going to I'm gonna do it, guys. And they're like, no, I'm going to do it. <laughs> yeah, so it's a pretty funny, uh, fun story that they get to tell. Of course, I'm excited for Batgirl. Yeah. Like, I mean, Bay. Yeah. Um, and I'm interested in the, I think it's a new Superman the Chinese take on it. Oh yeah, I'm, just, I'm interested Superman. to see like what, how they go about that, because it's this guy. I feel this is Kenji the, the Kong. like. I like the yeah. idea of like mm-hmm. at, conceptually, but I feel like it's just going to be like, let's retell the story of Superman mm-hmm. in in you know in like Shanghai, which obviously feels like a metropolis. The guy yeah. was explaining that, but then also. Um, like the guy's name, uh, I Ken- forget. Kenji Kong. Kenji Kong, like it's almost Clark like Kent. similar. <laughs> yeah, Clark Kent. I think that was I just, just like playing with it. Like maybe I don't know. I just feel like it's it's a it's a little too similar. Um, well, they were talking about like he's not the goody two shoes type that Clark Kent is. That he's kind of a douchebag actually, and he gets these powers, and he has to learn to evolve within himself yeah but they also explained that he kind of receives superman's goodness as well like and that's like something no that was like metaphorical like he gets the powers but like it also helps shape his heart like okay like he starts Uh, learning the good of things so i think i'm just interested in like the the although maybe they should have made a new character out of it i think that would have been cool too like uh, a chinese superhero like we need some of those right yeah (laughs) but um and then uh, Trinity looks awesome, mm-hmm. and oh, Wonder Woman. I yeah. really like the idea of the, the year that. one. Yeah, yeah, because they're taking like the it's twice a month, and then the odds are 
the no. continuation of the current DCU version of Wonder Woman. And then the evens are Wonder Woman Year One. And I really yeah. love the art for that. It's like her very youthful, like she, it's year one, you know, yeah. it's her first year doing this. And she's like naive looking, kind of bubbly looking. And, yeah. but like she's super cute, but like mm-hmm. she still but looks she like she's going to kick you your up. ass. Yeah. Um, and, uh, but that's really as far as we've. I just really, yeah, I mean, yeah, but I really like that idea of like, telling and, and, and the, the writer time. can easily like tie them in, tie them in together. So, yeah. so beautiful. I really hope that that's where they go. Um, but we'll get more into that in the full video. So yeah. Guys so watch that, that. We'll, we'll talk more in depth yeah, about that. Cause there's that. a lot of really awesome stuff that they're yeah. doing. Oh, and just to like clarify. So it's not a reboot. It's taking what they've got and going on with it, but kind of fixing what they did. Yeah. It's interesting. They may, they stressed a lot. Like we're sorry for new 52. Yeah. <laughs> like that was basically the whole idea. Like, we messed up. We're gonna fix it all, and not in terms of like retconning everything in this huge like the universe blows up kind of thing. It's like we're gonna take what we've got without restarting and telling the story that you want to hear, whilst taking the history that we've gotten and telling like telling it in a way where it now makes sense. Yeah. And um, but there was this huge reveal. Well, there are two huge reveals coming up. There's the who was manipulating this all with the, the hand on the cover thing. Uh-huh. And then we get to find out who the Joker is Yeah, in the Justice League 50 issue. After the Mobius chair question, yeah. we finally get to know the answer. So how's that for a teaser? Yeah, and people die. People come back. Yeah, of course, because we'll of the DC. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so check out the uh, the video that we're going to put up lately or later about all of it. Because we go down the whole list. And there's some really great stuff in there. Um, move a little bit into the game space real quick. Nintendo has ceased production of the Wii U. Because, because <laughs> not that's it, yeah. You know what I realized? The Vita has sold more than the Wii U. Jesus. Right? <laughs> Hold fast, my Vita brethren. <laughs> We will ride gallantly <laughs> towards victory. <laughs> well, you've already outrun somebody. So. <laughs> <laughs> that was like zombie. Up- Did that just fill on my cup? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. Whoops. Uh, so like <laughs> the Wii U is like the guy during the zombie apocalypse where you trip him and keep running. <laughs> like He got destroyed. <laughs> He's not coming back. But um, there are two reasons in my head as to like why they cease production. Um, one they are sitting on a ton of Wii U's and they're like, well, we're not going to sell the rest of these for X amount of time. We might as well stop production and just sell those out um, because the next console is coming up at some point. Second reason is like, we need to start putting our production funds and stuff like that towards the NX. And they've already started some sort of production. I think this fall they started. It was in like Sweden or something. And then they're going to like take those plants or the manufacturers and just feel like now devote your talents towards the NX. So that probably means that this fall it comes out. But speaking of such events, just because like, I feel like it's still like, it's not a secret that they're working on something, you know, it's kind of hard to keep that under wraps. Yeah. 
But, like, the fact that they're not releasing, they haven't, like, really said anything. They haven't been like, this is happening or anything. Mm -hmm. Just one day you're going to walk into Best Buy and then you're going to go, what the fuck is that on the shelf? Holy shit! (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of like what a lot of people are hoping that Valve does with, like, Half-Life 3. Where you just, like, log into, like, Steam Steam one day. And um, you're just, like, scrolling through, like, the marketplace and you're like, Oh, because it's like one of those games where you can like, like stealth release it and it like, will sell jillions. Yeah. It's like Beyonce's album. <laughs> yeah. She's just like, it's on the internet. And you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I'm sure that if like Rockstar did it with GTA, they would sell more than, I don't know. It doesn't time. matter. They'll sell. <laughs> yeah, it will sell all of them. Um, yeah. So sliding in with some In a Perfect World. Which is a quick segment that we do where in a perfect world so and so would happen and we talk about what that thing is. Yeah. <laughs> um in a perfect world, Nintendo would just separate itself entirely from Wii U, starting with this idea of like we're not even gonna produce it anymore because that didn't work. Right. All efforts for manufacturing goes towards the NX. Uh obviously they can't fix like what is in the box or anything if they're already producing it, so I swear to God, it better be like a handheld console kind of meshing. They talk to each other kind of idea. Uh, there was a leaked controller recently, but then found out it was like a fake, and we're like, oh, thank God, because it looks so dumb. Yeah, it looked like a rear view mirror. With yeah, like no, I had seen it as like this little thing with the so knobs. dumb. And like when I saw that, I was like, they're done. <laughs> like they are not coming back for that. Thank God it, it wasn't real, but. Take all the games that are supposed to be... Or it was, and they are like... Like, no one <laughs> this. Oh, fuck. <laughs> um, and take all the games that are supposed to be coming out for Wii U. We don't give a shit. Just delay them. Put them on the NX. Put all of your efforts towards that. Re-release some games like Smash or whatever that are on the Wii U for the NX. People will buy it. Just give them something to play on there. Maybe give, like... Hopefully there's, like... I don't know, Zelda. Like, just... Not even for Wii U anymore. Just for the NX. Push people towards that platform. Give them what they want. Past titles can play on there too. Just fucking sell out on this console. Because if you don't, you're dead in the water and you're going to be making video games for PlayStation and Xbox. That's just what's going to come down to. So in a perfect world, Nintendo would heed my advice and just fucking go balls in. Release this fall. Try and just swing. swing yeah, at this point, uh, Yeah, at this point, it's just... This is our last ditch effort. We got to do this, yeah. and yeah, they, and they have to like do some. They have to give some maturity now, like because all the people that like have played Nintendo growing up are like twenties and thirties and so on. Like no and one, and all the kids now are really just playing going like to, Xbox yeah. or PS4. Like no one grows up playing a Nintendo anymore. Yeah, that's just how it is. They're either playing mobile, they're playing maybe DS, sure. Yeah, um, but then that's how you get them into the console by being cross with uh handheld and console you know um or they're playing a a regular console that can actually play games with their friends and stuff like that because like that's what gaming is now it's about community and stuff Mm -hmm. and there's no community on nintendo like there and you might disagree but i know a ton of people that are like yeah sometimes i forget that we even have an online service (laughs) (laughs) i'm like yeah because no one's on it Mm -hmm. but yeah do it nintendo it's all you've got going for you. Just fucking swing the, for the fences. Try and get it out there. But, anywho, 
moving on. My rant is over. <laughs> uh, speaking of nostalgia, I guess. Uh, Voltron. Yeah. Teaser trailer. Yeah. Netflix series. Yeah. June 10th. <laughs> I'm running out of yes, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah, like, what did you think? It looked cool. Yeah, like, cause, like, I feel it, like it was funny because, like, you know, like back in the day, as like a kid, it doesn't really matter. You're just like, oh yeah, there are these like fucking things that connect with each other, and they make another robot. Yeah, uh, but it's, it's kind of cool. It's the trailer, like a different the trailer world. isn't so much as like, oh, let's show you what it looks like, or even like the 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 individual like uh, pilots. Yeah, um, it's like most of it was just like, how do these fucking things connect yeah and like, it really showed a, you and i was yeah, like, like shows all cool. like the mechanisms inside yeah. like locking them together and i was like oh yeah like yeah. i never thought like oh how does that work yeah it was just kind of uh yeah but yeah i like that I yeah thought it was cool and uh it has like this cool like s- the cgi art yeah cell shading yeah kind of, like what a lot of modern anime has been going for where it's like animated but it's like a- anime yeah uh but like on a computer (laughs) yeah you know um so it's pretty cool and interesting uh i wanted to see like the pilots and stuff like that like to see what like the art style really is because you know voltron like a lot of edges and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. it's it can fit into many styles but knowing like or seeing the faces of people like will help you like pinpoint what kind of art style this is right um yeah the whole season's coming out on netflix as they usually do so we'll probably be there and binge it um, but yeah, June 10th, uh, Kingsman got a title. We got some, we got some snippets on it. Uh, Kingsman two, the golden circle. Interesting title. Not sure how I feel about it. Depends on what it means, I guess. Uh, golden eye. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Huh. Clever. Because they do talk about, like, how they're going to be doing, like, the cliche spy tropes and stuff like that. Right. But then adding their own twist on it or, like, adding just bizarre things in there. Um, but uh, Julian Moore is the villain. Halle Berry will be in it in some degree. Uh, they'll be showing us... I wonder if they'll do, like, a nod to her being, like, a I was girl. literally <laughs> thinking that. I was like, what if she's just that character? But... She just gets killed immediately. <laughs> like, walking up the yeah. beach, you know? <laughs> Um, Golden Circle. <laughs> uh, yeah, wait, wait, which Bond movie was she in? Uh, uh, it was the last Pierce Brosnan movie. Something World and Ends are in the title, or End. World is not enough. Ah, that's what it is. Yeah, that's right. close. <laughs> they all just blend together for me. The Brosnan films. Really? Yeah. Uh, I think it's because I never really revisited them because when I saw them, I was younger and I didn't like them then. So I was like, why should I watch them now? Right. So it all just kind of blends in. Um, Besides GoldenEye's shitty fucking soundtrack, GoldenEye's mm-hmm. a pretty solid yeah. Bond film, I think. Yeah. But that Not a fan of the synthesizers and such. Yeah, fuck that. <laughs> um, but uh, we'll be shown the U.S. equivalent of the Kingsmen. Uh, they're known as the Statesmen. Clever. Yeah. Obviously, like, Mark Miller didn't write this, but, uh, <laughs> um, yeah, they'll be sh- uh, going through the spy tropes. Like, there will be a barroom brawl. There will be a ski sequence and stuff like that. But Kingsman kind of takes their own quirky spin and making fun of it in a way. Yeah. There will be, like, robot dogs and a battle with a, quote, giant fucking Frankfurter, which, what does that mean? I don't know. But I'm sure it'll be funny. Big German dude, maybe? <laughs> maybe. 
or just like or like a, a, big a dick. hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> I was going hot dog. A Maybe. big sausage. <laughs> Maybe I don't know. Uh, yeah, so I think they start filming in March or May. Well, we are when in I, March. Yeah, that's why it slowed down. April? April, maybe? Sometime around here. Yeah. I think it was May, though. No, wait. No. August. Because um, something else is starting filming. By computer. Uh, Blade Runner starts filming in May. And then Kingsman ah. starts in August. Um, yeah, so we'll see it when it comes out. Because the first one was... I love the first one. Yeah, it was awesome. But, yeah. All right. That's it for the news. That is that is the news. So we're gonna have a little topic here, and okay. you get to 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 rant and vent a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. What are we? What is the, the from one medium to another? Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I'm gonna hand the reins to you because I feel like I've been talking a lot today. <laughs> God damn! Thank God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> Um, yeah, so from one medium to another. I'm so asleep right now. <laughs> I can't feel it. From one medium to another. Uh, but basically, this is another one of our segments in which we talk about taking one thing, that, and it could be anything from a book to a film to uh, a comic book or a video game, mm-hmm. and transferring it to another medium, which, again, one of the other things. Yeah. Um, Superman has kind of been across the board right. on that. But obviously he's known best for his comics. So yeah, we're going to stick with that one. Yeah, so we'll say comic book superhero uh, Superman. Um, it is known that he has never had a good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, actually, in fact, recently there was a thing about a game that was being developed. Uh, uh, the, the guys who did... Um, something 5. The, uh, was it Rogue Evolve? Squadron? Evolve 5. Oh yeah, the people who did Rogue Squadron yeah. and they did the, that uh, Dragon game that came out on the PS3 it was one of the launch titles. On the PS3? Yeah. Dragon game, you ride a dragon, you burn shit. It. Anywho, but yeah, so we've had. But they tried, and then they their studio. It's like the curse of Superman. Yeah, so you <laughs> studio that, went under because of it. You've had the the Super Nintendo version of Superman, which uh, I mean Super. Ni- no, no, it wasn't Super Nintendo. It was like the first Nintendo or something. It was like along the same lines as the shitty ET game. Oh, uh, right. that didn't do very well. And then I think there was an N sixty four one, which wasn't very Superman sixty four. Superman arguably 64. the worst game of all time. There you go. And then the the only other one that I can think of thereafter was the one that came out with Superman Returns, which honestly I didn't think was a, a terrible game. I liked some of the mechanics, but it just it was lacking story because the film was lacking story. So yeah, they didn't have a lot to work. <laughs> yeah, with. so the, the the game was just a little weird. But I liked the fact that it was this like open world. You can fly through Metropolis. It was fun for the first time to be able to like fly. You know, right. be Superman for Factor a bit. Five. Fuck. Factor That's Five. What I was. Right, and then and then yeah, you had Factor Five who was trying to make this Superman game, which uh, you can watch that video somewhere on the internet. I think it's, it's on like it's probably on Unseen sixty four or something. I don't know. Um, yeah, but they they looked like they were making a fairly like awesome game, yeah, which was decent. loosely tying into uh, Brian Singer's sequel to uh, Superman Returns, which was also called Man of Steel, but that fell apart. Um, he. Just oh, never layer. came back. The Dragon game is a layer. Layer. Okay, that was a shitty game though. Um. So he. That was that one where apart. like people were like, 
there's nothing you play, so I'm going to play this, and I'm, I, I, I'm going to make myself like it. <laughs> and then I just like, <laughs> I like this game. I like this game. And it was a shitty game. Um, <laughs> Talk about Stockholm Syndrome. But go on, sorry. Uh, yeah, so uh, they tried making this game. The movie fell apart, so the the studio, uh, Warner Brothers, felt like it wasn't going to put any money into it, and they just collapsed in on themselves, and the studio shut down. Mm-hmm. Um talking about studio shutting down all the time that one's shut down and it was because of superman um so we've obviously had batman games and more recently we've had some pretty awesome batman games we've had the arkham series uh Mm -hmm. which had done three by montreal oh uh wb uh 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 no montreal was origins right oh yeah origins and then this was uh rocksteady yeah, Rocksteady, Rocksteady. Okay. So we had WB uh, no, Montreal who did uh, <laughs> Arkham Origins, which is kind of to some people like it's a part of the Arkham series, but it's not because it's not the same studio. And then you mm-hmm. had Rocksteady who did uh, Arkham Asylum, Arkham City, and then um, Arkham Knight. Um, so there are some pretty awesome Batman games. Like it really brought Batman mm-hmm. back to like being awesome again. Like including the last time one I... potentially coming out of the summer collection video. Huh? Telltale. Oh, and then Telltale. Uh, boom annotation. <laughs> I'm going to put a boom there. Okay. It's a boom annotation. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, um, now, I had always thought about, like, it would be it would be awesome to do a Superman game. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I've mm. talked about my Superman story to you, and I will give just a quick basis. So, again, um, I, and we constantly talk about our... Our, our, our Batman story collectively, uh, which again I don't I don't want to ruin that one because I, I at some point and if you're watching this maybe someday you'll give us money to do this, mm-hmm. uh, but I would like to maybe make it a web series or actually be able to film it into mm-hmm. second capacity or sell it to WB yeah. and then they can make it a Varying animated degrees film. Are like graphic novel, short film or miniseries, short film, full feature film. <laughs> yeah. Or Trilogy. animated film. Or yeah, animated yeah. film, like whatever. What, whatever, yeah. Whatever, whatever happens. However we get it out there, because yeah. it's actually a really awesome story. And that's not just us tooting our own horn. Yeah. But if... But yeah, I've, I've told this story to other people. But it deserves to, to be tooted. <laughs> <laughs> I've told that story to people, yeah. and they kind of go, holy shit, that's like really well done. Yeah. Um, so I had my own Superman story that I had come up with, and it's also a trilogy, so you can make three games out of it if you wanted to. Milk that um, cow. Milk that cow. Um, so the game itself would start off uh, in Krypton, right? Um, it's a good, place. It's a good place. Yes, um, and it's um, obviously uh, kind of the same way. It, it would take a lot from the comic books, but it's kind of building its own story. The point of the games is to tell the Superman story um, from the beginning, and then like cohesively give you and using some of Superman's biggest stories throughout time, and then give you like a finite story, if you will. So it starts off on Krypton. I think a good portion of the game could be started off on Krypton and just kind of play through there because there's a lot of story that builds the rest of the stories thereafter. Uh, you would play as Jor-El initially, um, and he, you know, there'd be cutscenes to explain the story in which he goes to the council and tells them, hey, this planet is dying. We need to evacuate. Mm-hmm. Um, a massive evacuation of that, of, of that sort would be nearly impossible um, and the council deny, you know, they, they're just like, no, we're not going to, we're not going to do that. Um, and they take money from the, the, or I guess they're monetary. I don't know money. I don't know what the, their money would be called. Crypt, crypt, come on, give me something. Squigglies. Squigglies. That's what it's going to be called. It's called squigglies. <laughs> <laughs> 
we will take your five million squigglies <laughs> and divert it to someone else. So they take the money that they were funding his research to find a way to... I'm just uh, thinking like the dollar sign. <laughs> <just like. laughs> Um, that the the money that they were that he was using to research the basically how the planet was going to die, and they gave it to somebody else to fund the ultimate weapon, right? Um, because they feel that that's just better to much like the American nation, they feel like instead of paying money for education or for a deteriorating economy, let's just throw it at the military because right. uh, defense is more important. Mm-hmm. So they feel the same way. Uh, he continues to do his own research, finds out that the planet is indeed going to die, and he can calculate when. So he starts building a ship to at least save his him and his family. Um, Superman, uh, or Kal-El, is a child at this point. Um, meanwhile, Zod finds out about this, and he starts a worldwide war. So this is where you can start playing a little bit more. And I imagine scenes of, like, war, and Jor-El, at this point, he's just trying to, you know, fix the ship to get his him and his family out. Zod tries recruiting him. Jor-El says no. They fight. Um, and then um, the council releases this ultimate weapon, which I don't want to reveal what it is, but hopefully some audiences could be like, oh, this is kind of cool. Star um, of stage and now screen Bizarro. <laughs> no, it's not actually. <laughs> Close, though. Um, they build this ultimate weapon. Uh, they release it. And the ultimate weapon is basically something that uh, they can kind of uh, focus on something. Like they could be like, okay, we need this you ultimate weapon to destroy this thing. Mm. And they go after Zod and Jor-El. And the way they do it is through bloodlines. Mm. Um, so this weapon targets these bloodlines. And so then they kind of all fight. And in the midst of battle, he tells Lara and um, uh, to take Kal-El and then just get off the planet. Mm-hmm. But... The ship isn't ready to take all that weight because he doesn't finish the project, and so they only could send Kal-El, um, who eventually makes it to Earth. Krypton explodes. So imagine this awesome, like, basically a couple levels that are played on this, like, deteriorating, <laughs> war-ridden Krypton. Maybe over the course of time you see that things are just, like, falling apart. Yeah. Showing um, the utopia. Right. And, the f- utopia. and also, the way that I, I uh, explain Kryptonite in this story is that the um, Kryptonite is basically... The, the planet itself, Krypton, uh, irradiating itself. Mm. It's the core is is basically just becoming Kryptonite, mm. and they call it the Green Plague, which is something that's hinted at in some of the comic books prior to. So um, it is a radioactive piece of his home world, um, and hundreds of thousands of people are dying. They just don't realize it, um, and Jor-El figures out that it's because the planet's core is basically shutting down. Right. Um, then you cut back to Superman. Back uh, um, on Earth, not back on Earth, he makes it to Earth. You can play portions of him, and this is where you can really start figuring out the controls of the game as far as, like, flight, uh, his powers. And this could all be done on kind of a semi-open world portion of Mm -hmm. the camp farm, which would be really cool uh, to be able to do all that sort of stuff. Obviously, there would still be story because it is a story-driven game. But eventually, when you make it to... um, Oh, there's a, a there's a whole portion of him trying to figure out his own powers in which you can go through levels in which basically saving people from either natural disasters or shit just falling apart because mm-hmm. he's kind of traveling the world to figure out who he is right. and eventually finds the ship 
the ship that he uh, came on Earth in separated into two pieces, the pod in which he was carried and all the, this other pod that was carrying all the information that he was meant to learn. Mm-hmm. Um, when he crash in the... That crashes in the Arctic. Mm-hmm. Um, Fortress. He, huh? Fortress Solitude. Which is essentially right. the Fortress of Solitude. He goes, finds it. Um, he... You know, he realizes who his heritage, who his father was, and the Fortress of Solitude essentially is this computer in this ship um, that has all the knowledge that the Kryptonians had. So he learns basically what it means to be a Kryptonian mm-hmm. and understands what it also means to be human, but also what it means to be Kryptonian and such. Um, the main villains in this game would be uh, Metallo and Lex. Mm-hmm. Lex would be in the mech suit, so you'd be able to fight them. Now, the mechanics of the game, what I would want to see be done. I was going to ask, because like, the biggest problem with any Superman game isn't the story, obviously. Yeah. Because like, you can slap whatever story on there. It's the gameplay. How do you exactly. play as a god within the world? So, there's two ways that I can see this, and it all depends on levels. Um, specifically, let's talk about a natural disaster. The point of those portions, and I feel like the thing that everybody's always complaining about Superman, is that he's not Superman if he's not saving people. So right. if if you can't save at least a portion of the people in, say, a natural disaster, you lose the level. Mm-hmm. So it's about saving people and saving as many lives as possible. But if you're fighting a boss in which in these two – or at least these two bosses um, – you're fighting people who essentially have kryptonite. So mm. the character himself, if he, maybe if he gets too close to the kryptonite, uh, it weakens him, and then now your health bar can start deteriorating if they attack you. Um, the way to or regain, like it slows you down. Or, or it slows you down, yeah. Um, the way to regain it would be to fly up towards the sun, regain your energy, and then come back down. But you can't be a f- too far away because these characters are obviously going to start causing havoc mm-hmm. on Metropolis. And then that other bar, which would probably be... Uh, either property damage or just loss of life starts deteriorating. So it's a matter of trying to figure out a balance between. Just thinking, like, suck on that max length. <laughs> <laughs> um, between being Superman and trying to help people, right. and then also his health, I guess, essentially. Um, it would definitely. Metropolis would definitely be an open world. It would have to be. And I think something to the state of what, like, the division had done as far as, like, mapping out an entire new york city Mm -hmm. doing something like that but for metropolis and i'm thinking kind of almost high fantasy metropolis like the city of tomorrow because that's what it's you know that is what metropolis is supposed to be and i think that would be really cool to see playing and i would i would want i know that this would be difficult to do but to have um a lot of the environment to be something that you can interact with right um there would also be missions in which you can go ahead and Huh? Microsoft, uh, yeah, Microsoft's crackdown. It like uses the power of the cloud or whatever to like render physics like In outside of outside of like the processing unit on oh. the console, so that everything's like destructible and everything. There you go. So see, that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, it would have to be an Xbox exclusive though. <laughs> if they want to play <laughs> my ideas. Um, and so it, everything is interactive, and you could also play not only as Superman but as Clark Kent. I would really like to be able to do like side missions that would also progress a story where you have to be Clark Kent because mm-hmm. he's a reporter. Right. Um, it would progress the story, um, and it would also be cool to be able to play as like you know Clark Kent and walk into like places that we all kind of know and love within Metropolis, like walking through just the city streets as like a regular person, or going through the Daily Planet, um, things of that sort, and then 
again, doing these, like, mini side missions that would just be kind of fun to do because, you know, it's kind of like when you play GTA and you're just, like, super bored. So you're just like, I'm just going to drive, like, mm, right. a car and stop at red lights because I'm bored, <laughs> like, you know. Um, but ultimately, using that mechanic of not only his health because this Superman, though he is godlike, I feel like um, when people think about Superman, it's like, oh, he's a god amongst men. Yes, but he is not God. Right. He still has weaknesses. Yeah, he's overpowered, but he's in comparison to humans. Yeah. But maybe not necessarily to the villains that exactly. are like super so villains. The villains in the, in, throughout the game, so you have Lex and Metallo for the first one. In the second one, I don't really want to give that away, yeah. but you have another two villains there that are, you know, they're definitely stronger than he is. Right. So there's that. And then the last one is... You know, yeah. yeah, it's part of a trilogy, obviously. Yeah, it's part. It's part of right. a trilogy as far as the story goes. But again, a game in which, yeah, you're the strongest man alive. You're mm-hmm. one of the fastest man alive. Yada yada yada. Yeah. But yeah, really guess- making him feel as human as possible because he, though he's not human by uh, uh, genetically, I guess, but he was raised as a human. He understands what it means to be human, and I feel like bringing that emotion down, I think wouldn't really let audiences connect with the character because he is kind of a hard character to connect to because oh, yeah. he's, you know, again, mm-hmm. in some comics, he's kind of looked at as God. So, yeah, I think an important part of it would be that he isn't God. Yeah. Like maybe you're like, when you're saving all these people at first, you're like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Like I, I'm super OP, but I'm fine with that. And then the first guy comes and then he like goes hand in hand with you and you're like, Oh, okay. I'm just like, I'm not the tops in this situation. Like yeah. it's not just like, and then you're done, you yeah. know, um, that this guy does put up a fight because of him also being super to a degree. Yeah. I think that's super important because I hate when Superman just comes up and he just like, he's not like one punch man. <laughs> like, <Yeah. laughs> you know, he's not like these super villains are super for a reason. You exactly. know, and he, they should be able to stand toe to toe to him depending on the character, obviously. Um, because otherwise, then what's the point, you know? Yeah. And I, I think the idea of the mechanic being you have to combat the villain, but also protect the people. And then they obviously have things that are making you weak. So it's like this triangle of like balance would be important to do as well. Because I don't know, how else are you going to do it? You know, like a yeah. Telltale game where it's like you don't really do anything. And the story to, you know, yeah. depicts what and you're going to do. And I mean, who doesn't want to play as superman you know yeah, you obviously you, you can do a telltale play. game yeah. and it, and it would taking, be great but you're like, taking away that fact of like i want to fly i want to yeah, be superman exactly um so yeah definitely i would definitely say that that would be cool so destructible metropolis um that would be kind of cool if um the game remembers things that are destructive it's not like where you hit something and then it's See like construction the next, the guy with a broom yeah like, like, that'd be awesome like board. imagine like you run through like a building and maybe one of the fights is like a like a cutscene. like if you press x and you hold x while like the character's like dazed or something you hit him Punch and it kind of turns into like a cutscene or like a, a cinematic mm-hmm. and then superman flies and he like busts through like a building and they're like fighting throughout the building and then like fly Hook out the other side or something like that yeah and then like Maybe the next time you're flying around that building and you look, there's, like, still broken glass and, like, like dudes on the, <laughs> like, you know, putting new glass yeah, no, into the yeah. building or something like you that. Fly through them and they're just, like... <sighs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, obviously, that's another thing. Maybe another cool thing, besides just saving people, but if you don't save people enough, maybe they start to turn on you. Like, 
the yeah. image of Superman could yeah, be Yeah, maybe turned. there's like the like again Warner Brothers like their um like Shadow of Mordor, the mm-hmm. uh fuck what is it called? Uh the system in which like people would like you kill a boss and then someone takes their spot and stuff like that. Yeah. Like a but like combining that with like a morality kind yeah. of idea where like there's these villains and stuff that are rising up and maybe they also are like political people that are like yeah. rising up. I don't know. It's just something to like Yeah, like I mean it should be it uh, again like the Batman games are cool because you know you're playing as Batman and it's fairly simple and you just fight these thugs and such but for somebody like Superman you really have to start thinking about um it can't just be this guy hitting other people and then if you get hit enough then you fall yeah, because he is again he is godlike but punch herder. but um yeah how do you combat mm-hmm. a, a situation where you can't just fight thugs because you'll destroy them yeah you'll you have to fight them bigger. like spray them all across <laughs> <Yeah>. the building <laughs> but yeah anywho i think that'd be kind of a fun game to be able to play something that's um story driven as much as it is just fun to play like right and and also um i don't want to say difficult but where you really have to pay attention to what you're doing like uh i can't just uh go hand to hand with this guy because of either the kryptonite so he's going to lower my health and if i die then maybe you have to start the whole level over Mm -hmm. so you have to really pay attention okay now i need to go and regenerate i need to get closer to the sun you fly up regenerate as that goes up maybe depending on the level and the villain they start destroying the city you got to go down if they destroy the city too much you're gonna have like a shitty you know the morality or whatever like everybody's gonna look at you differently because you're not saving people so you really have to like balance that and if you don't you know Mm -hmm. how does that affect the rest of the game who knows who knows um i'm gonna close off with a quick one uh another segment that we have take a chance on me a game that or a, a product that maybe it had only one or it needed to be like it should have a reboot or something we just throw it out there i think um medieval the playstation classic starring sir daniel fortescue um you might recognize him from playstation all-stars battle royale uh the guy with the sword that could take off his head and he's like the skeleton knight dude Mm -hmm. uh one of my favorite games. I love that game. And they need to bring it back because, like, the humor was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Like, just, like, the way he dies and, like, the way that the narrator kind of makes fun of you along the way. Um, they were obviously testing the waters with PlayStation All-Stars um, to see if people still cared about some of these characters, including Sir Daniel Fortescue. And the game didn't do as well as they had hoped, and that kind of scrapped any projects, presumably, that we're maybe going to come out of it who knows um but i feel like it should come back there was a uh a potentially leaked uh screenshot and clip of a ps4 rendered medieval game we don't know if it's at least i don't know if it's faked or not um but i think it would be awesome to bring them back like kind of like that classic adventure game hack and slash uh there's a lot of humor to it British humor. Mm. Uh, <laughs> British humor. <laughs> uh, the, like, Gorilla Cambridge, uh, formerly Sony, uh, SCE Cambridge. Um, they're obviously working on, like, rigs and stuff like that besides that, so they wouldn't be able to take over it. Um, maybe we'd take the people that um, Sony poached from Lionhead Studios, the Fable guys, because they're English, so they understand the humor. Maybe give them this and see what they can make out of it. Yeah. I think that'd be a cool 
comparing taking a classic Sony IP because you know we need some more first party games for them. It doesn't have to necessarily be a sixty dollar game. It could be that mid tier title. Um, yeah, you just throw it out there. I think that would stick, especially now where a lot of people are clamoring for some first party games. Agreed. Yeah. So do it, Sony. Thanks. All right. So that's it. Goodbye. No. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Any last comments? No, I don't think so. Oh, okay, good. So uh, <laughs> this was R3's Geeklectic episode 14. The 14th ever. The 14th ever episode. Uh, thanks for joining us. Um, you can find us on Twitter. You can find R3 at R3 Media. Uh, Kevin at L. Kevin Martin. And you can find me at Yummy Henry. Um, make sure to like, share, subscribe. We're on iTunes, SoundCloud. Subscribe to those too. You get the full podcast. Um, uh, maybe in the comments, tell us what games you want to be like resurrected or movies that you want a sequel to that never got a sequel. Um, do you think Kevin's Superman game is a cool idea? Or, or is it shit? Hey, or should he fine. just go out back and, you know, <laughs> Jeez, thanks, man. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just giving them options. Okay? <laughs> um, yeah, so just let us know. And I feel like I'm missing something on the housekeeping. Uh, uh, if you're listening to us on Twitter. Or not Twitter. <laughs> I mean, iTunes. <laughs> Duh. Oh, yeah. Uh, five stars. Thanks. We appreciate it. Uh, that's it. Goodbye. Okay, <laughs> Ta-ta. Bye.